Get ready for brilliant people, brilliant ideas, and a regular good time. This is Brilliant Thoughts with Success People editor Tristan Almada, the show that thinks about how personalities, relationships, and communication shape business success. And now here he is, Tristan Almada. In this episode of Brilliant Thoughts, I get a moment to share with you the secrets of building amazing, long-lasting relationships. So it's just me going through a little bit of my story, but more importantly, going through the six steps that I think are crucial to creating those amazing relationships. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Brilliant Thoughts, and this one is just with me. We're going to be talking about creating successful relationships. And I'm going to tell you a little story on this one. We're going to get right into this one. I am going to take you back to 2004 when I started as a real estate agent right out of college. And man, it was it was tough. It was very tough at the very beginning because I I didn't even know I wanted to be a real estate agent. I'm like well, look, I've got a history degree. I'm going into law school. What the heck should I do? Should I be a history teacher? Should I be a, Should I be an attorney? And my mom says, I was married at the time too. My mom says, hey, you know, real estate agents drive great cars. I mean, everybody I know drives a BMW, Mercedes. You should, you should give that a shot. And I'm like, mom, I think you're right. They do drive great cars. I want to drive a great car. So let's Let's go that route. So right out of college, I jump in and my background was all on telemarketing. I used to be calling to sell ink cartridges. I used to be calling to sell windows. Uh, And I did that all through high school and at the very beginning of college as well. So I got great at talking to people on the phone and selling things. Little did I know, that I would use these skills in real estate. So look, I I get my real estate license. I think it's the most amazing thing. I actually see it as a big blessing when I get my real estate license. And I say, wow, I have the keys to unlimited potential here. That is exactly what I turned around and and told my wife. I was like, "We we can do anything with this. And so what I did though, building up to getting my real estate license was that I trained. I went into the office at the time, 2003, and when I wasn't studying, I was learning. And I didn't know at the time, I was in my 20s, early 20s, I was was picking up Brian Tracy books. I was picking up Mike Ferry scripts. I was picking up all of these amazing people that are there helping your mindset. I was reading that and I was shifting my mind without knowing it. So when I jumped into real estate, the very first day I got my real estate license, I went out and I door knocked, you know, I canvassed and I door knocked for six hours straight. And I got, I got a lot of people looking at me really weird. I was suited up tie Southern California. I was sweating. I was wearing my dress shoes. And I was like, what the hell did I just do? That's uh, I'm going to try tennis shoes next. And I I eventually shifted out of that and started wearing, wearing more comfortable clothes to go door knocking. 
But in the process of doing this daily, making phone calls, going through this experience of training my, my skills, right? Training myself to get better and better. I became really good at one thing. I became really good at connecting with people. So when the market, the real estate market shifted in what we call now the Great Recession, and the things that I was doing before weren't working, I shifted all my energy over to online. And what happened next is where the magic started happening. Now, I shifted over to online, and I started... I started gathering opportunities or leads from Craigslist, from Google, and eventually from Zillow and Realtor.com. Realtor.com is where the consumer would go and find properties that they like, and then they would inquire about them. And then those those leads or those inquiries would then come to me because I I purchased those directly from Realtor.com. So here's, here's where the story really starts, right? After building up everything, I'm using my skills on the phone to talk to people, to make them feel great, to connect with them with the right energy, right? And the right information to then get them to actually see a property in person. I'm doing this at such a high level that realtor.com calls me up and says, hey, Tristan, you're doing pretty amazing things with with our leads that we're sending you. And it's because they kept on seeing seeing that I was promoting and saying, hey, guys, everyone, you should jump on these realtor.com leads. They're doing amazing, right? We're doing amazing out here in Southern California with them. And they said, can you come over to our office So we can shoot a quick video as to the process that you have, the conversations that you have, maybe some technology that you're using or anything along those lines. And I said, sure. Where where are you guys located? It's like, uh, we're located in the same building you're in. I'm like, no way. Get out of here. So I open the door to the building that I'm in and I go into the same building, just using another door. And there they are. I had no idea. See, I was looking for realtor.com and the name of the company was move.com. I had never thought to put both of them together. So go in, sit down. They're like, yeah, here, here, we're going to put you on camera. Go ahead and, and tell us the story. We'll ask questions. We'll edit that part out and we'll just have you say what you say and give us the whole process. So I sit there, I talk to them, I tell them, hey, this is what I do. This is how I talk to them. This is the tech we use. And then we go out and we convert and then everyone's happy. And then we stay in touch with them and nurture them. They loved it. They loved it so much that they sent it to their executives and their executives said, hey, who is this kid? We like him a lot. Uh, Can he go out and speak for us? at National Association of Real Estate Agents, where we're going to have about 20,000 people there because we bought a slot. We love him to represent us. So they ask me and I say, yes, but could you do me a favor? I would love to have my family out there as well. So I have my wife and my two kids. Can you fly them out there as well? They said, yeah, no, not a problem. So in the airplane, I go, hey, honey, this is the coolest thing ever. Whoever thought that that being really good at one thing, whatever, 
really pay off like this, right? And so I'm going to pause you there for a moment because what you often hear out there in the world, right? Business world, non-business world. When you do one thing really well, you start to stand out. And that's the key right there. That's the key that I want to launch the rest of this with because when you put effort into doing something so good, people start noticing, who is this person? How are they, how are they doing that? And I was, I was really good at one thing, and that was converting online leads into actual business. So good, in fact, that Realtor.com said, after that one time I spoke to that massive audience, hey, kid, you're really good at this. Can we take you around the nation? And can you do this for us? We won't pay you. We won't pay you. But we'll pay for your flight and we'll pay for your hotel and you can bring your family with you. And I'm like, that sounds like fun. I'm in. Let's do this. Now, there are a lot of lessons to learn on this, and this is why I bring it up. Because along the lines, I would have people, along the line of this relationship with Realtor.com, I would have people tell me, Tristan, they're not paying you? What are you doing? Tristan, you should ask for money. You should ask for two dollars $400,000 a year. So much value you're bringing to them. You know how many people are signing up because of you? And... I hadn't thought of it. I really didn't think of asking them for money initially. And I was close. I was close to asking them after. But I but I had I had the right feeling, the right idea. I'm like, you know, this is a I'm never I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this so that I can grow. And I can grow not only internally, I can get better at speaking. I can connect with people all across the United States and Canada. I can create these relationships. And then it's up to me to see what I can do with it. Where can I go from here? I saw an opportunity here. Not an opportunity to make money, but an opportunity to grow a relationship, not only with Realtor.com, but with everybody I met along the way. And so because of that mindset that I had, where I came from a point of, hey, let's let's use a growth mindset, you know, Carol Dweck, fixed versus growth mindset, pick up the book, Mindset by Carol Dweck. I decided that I wanted to have a growth mindset and say, hey, look, I'm not the victim here from realtor.com not paying me. This is an opportunity. But it all started with the very first step, and I'm going to give you six keys here to creating a successful relationship, creating successful relationships with people, with companies, wherever you want to take it. The number one key is where it all starts. You've got to have the right energy. Most great conversations start with the right energy. Even Nikola Tesla said something about that. He said, here's a quote. He said, if you wish to understand the universe, think of energy, frequency, and vibration. You know, I I agree with him. I'd apply that 
to relationships. This is where it all starts. Energy matters. And people can sense the lack of energy you bring to the table. You can either leave someone feeling like they need to have you around or you're going to leave them feeling like they don't want to see you again. And most of the time it comes down to energy, right? So I think back to that opportunity, that one opportunity I had when Realtor.com said, hey kid, you're doing this really well, right? Over the phone, how was my energy? All right, they liked me, great. Now they invited me in. I was in front of a camera. How was my energy? It was great. You better believe it was great. And then what happened next? They invited me over and I said, yeah, bring my family, good energy, right energy, right? And then what happened when I was in front of thousands of people? I brought the right energy. It matters. All across everything that you do on a daily basis, you meet with people. You talk to businesses. But if you are lacking energy that day and that moment, it could be a disadvantage for you. Right? One of the opportunities I had, which directly relates to what I'm doing right now for you, with Success Magazine here, is one of the opportunities I had with Realtor.com was way back, I don't even remember, I think it was 2013, may have been 2014, one of those two years. Well, I became part of their broker advisory board, and that involved me having to fly in different parts of the country with the other advisory members where we would sit down in a room and talk about where Realtor.com should be going with their products and how they should approach them to, to the industry. And so one of those was in Kirkland, Kirkland, Washington. And I get there and I meet this guy named Glenn Sanford at the time he's starting this company called EXP. He's got about maybe like 600 people, 700 people in there. He sits down and he tells me this story. He goes, Tristan, I've got this amazing thing um, where I'm starting this company and this is how it works. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's actually really cool, man. This is really cool. The thing is, I said no to him at the time, right? But I said no in such a way that I wanted to know more. And it was the right energy, not shooing people off and saying, hey, you know what? Dude, that's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because when you say things like that, there's body language attached to it. There's a tonality attached to it. It's the wrong energy. And when you start thinking, well, how do I want to make people feel when I talk to them, when I'm around them? That can turn around your energy instantly. So I'm there. We're talking. He tells me about his amazing company, his amazing idea. I listen. And I said, hey, man, that's not for me right now, but I'd love to talk about it more. Tell me about it more. Right? We connect. He's one of the nicest guys, right? That's why I, I like Glenn, because he's one of the nicest guys, very similar personality to me. We continue that relationship. We talk. I see his company grow. And earlier this year, he was named a billionaire for on the Forbes list. 
absolutely insanely amazing. Late last year, he buys this company, Success Magazine, reaches out to me, says, hey, I'd love to have you involved to help us grow it. I said, heck yes, let's do it. That one opportunity, that one relationship came from me continuing to work with Realtor.com for free. And it all happened because of the right energy. So I'm going to ask you, how's your energy today? What are people seeing today? Are you showing up to meetings with the right energy? Are you pushing people away? Are you allowing them to connect with you? The right energy matters. That is number one. Number two, vulnerability. Now, the right energy can lead to people opening up more in a conversation. As you build relationships, the amount of vulnerability involved by both parties will increase as the trust increases. Now, that's key. Uh, Vulnerability allows people to connect deeper because a strong sense of trust happens when both parties begin to see that there's really nothing to hide. But here's the secret right here. It starts with one party opening up more. And vulnerability is a strength in any, any relationship. You can call that being genuine. You can call that being authentic, right? When you open up and you talk to people like like you trust them from the very beginning, it opens up something there. People look at you and they're like, you know, this person's being very sincere. In my process of building up relationships over the last 20 years, and being able to work with companies like Facebook, being able to work with companies like a success magazine, uh, like Realtor.com, going back to them. It stems from not only the energy, but the ability to be who I am and not worry about what other people think because I'm being completely sincere. Right? It's that approach and saying, hey, look, Guys, here's who I am. First of all, I bring the right energy. I'm a nice guy. And I'm going to put myself out there first. I'm vulnerable here. And when people see that, the right people, they're going to open up and say, hey, this person is being vulnerable. Uh, They're not going to think it, right? It It happens subconsciously. This person is being vulnerable. I like it. This person doesn't have much to hide. I like it. So when people start identifying with you because they feel like they can trust you because you're being open with them, you don't have much to hide. They're going to be able to tell you what they're thinking, their ideas, and you're going to be able to connect over that. And so often we're taught to hold back. We're taught to... Hold your ideas close to your heart because people will steal them. We're taught to not speak our minds. And I'm not talking about speaking our minds and making somebody feel like crap. I'm talking about 
speaking your mind in the sense of ideas that you have that you can collaborate with other people. Being vulnerable, being truthful, right? In a way that allows you to connect with others. And I think the, the one thing that allowed me to be vulnerable is that it always reminds me, I read this great book about Nelson Mandela earlier, late last year. It was late last year. And the book title will come to me and I'll pop it in here. But the one thing that was really apparent about Nelson Mandela was that when he was talking to people, he would always give them the benefit of the doubt. He would say, hey, you know what? It's okay that people think this way of somebody, but I bet you that deep inside, this person just needs the opportunity to show that they can be kind and they can be good, that they can also make a difference. They just need that opportunity. And I'm going to give them that opportunity by treating them like either my equal or treating them in a way that allows them to shine, right? You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's important. It's important in the sense that I'm going to bring this back to companies that you work with. Like for me, Realtor.com, I could have easily said, you know what, they're taking advantage of me. They're not paying me as I'm creating a lot of business opportunities for them. Massive, millions and millions and millions of dollars. But I didn't look at it that way. I looked at it and I said, hey guys, I love that we're doing this and building something amazing together, right? And I never said for a moment, hey, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of here. That's not the vulnerability I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about opening up and say, hey, these are the dreams that I have. Can you help me? I think can you help me opens you up to be more vulnerable than you think. Because sometimes we're so scared of asking for help because we may be shut down. We have this fear that people are going to say no and then you'll look like an idiot. But I was very vulnerable. One of the flights that I was having with on our... On our way to speak for another Realtor.com event, I looked over to my wife and I said, hey, this isn't going to last forever, this whole speaking gig. What do you think we can do? She's like, I think you should create a Facebook group just specifically on online lead conversion because you're so good at it. And I said, that's a, I thought that was a dumb idea, first of all, but I did it and it was an amazing idea, obviously, right? We created lab code agents because of it. But I took it another step forward and I said, oh, by the way, side note, my wife has the most amazing ideas that I always say are dumb and I end up doing them and they end up being amazing. So kudos to her. But I'm looking here and I'm saying, hey, Realtor.com, we've got this idea and I'm going to create a Facebook group with with targeting, targeting here, hopefully real estate agents coming in and I can help them out for free. And it'll be an opportunity for you to possibly get more business, but I need your help, right? This, these are my dreams. So in essence, vulnerability, realtor.com, these are my dreams. I want to grow more, but I need your help. Can you help me grow here? Right now, 
it allowed them to connect deeper with me because guess what? They're looking to help me out, right? I've helped them build this amazing thing. Now they say, well, damn it, we want to help Tristan too. And I'm being vulnerable and saying, I need help. They jumped on it and said, Tristan, we'll help you from the sales floor. Every person we talk to, we'll send them your way to the Facebook group. We'll let them know to join. And so vulnerability is something that that I think is a key. One of the six keys to building these, these successful relationships, because you're going to allow other people to connect with you deeper than they would have if you just didn't open up first. And usually it starts with, can you help me? Or these are my dreams, right? Number three, empathy. Now, as you begin to open up, the next progression to this is empathy. When you truly open up and you listen and you care about people, you begin to understand the other people involved. You begin to understand how they're thinking, why they're doing things, and and it starts all coming together. Have you ever gotten goosebumps talking to somebody? Have you even maybe teared up when talking to someone? I have. There are some times when I'm just talking to, to people and I get goosebumps. I'm like, wow, that is that is an absolutely amazing story. That is an absolutely amazing idea, right? Or where I feel so much pain because the other person felt that pain that I start tearing up or happiness. That's the level of empathy you need to have. You have to connect at that level. And that requires empathy. People can sense when you, when you truly care through our body language, through our tonality. And that's when a deeper connection happens. People won't want to really connect with you until they know you truly care about them and you have their best interests at heart. That's the key right there, right? Empathy. And so often we look around in the world that we're in right now. I feel like, I feel like most of us care about our own opinions first, instead of taking the time to see how other people actually feel. Instead of really seeing the type of lives other people are living through, right? And it can be good or bad. But the moment you start sharing other people's wins, the moment you start sharing other people's losses, like if they're truly yours, these friends of yours, these people that you have relationships with, that's when you can truly connect, right? Because you have real empathy. I'm going to take it back to business here because for me, this was, this was part of being vulnerable, right? As soon as I, I started being more vulnerable and connecting with the companies that I was working with, saying, hey guys, I'm glad I understand your dreams. Here are my dreams. Here's what I would love to see in the future. Here's how we can both work together on this. Here's my expectations. Here's what I hope. Now, empathy, I see the struggles you have right now, I, re, I, I understand them. I feel them. Let's work on this together, right? And the moment the companies 
or people start feeling like you truly care because of your actions, because you, you're asking the right questions, because you're not putting yourself first, put your ego aside. In the last interview that we had with T.D. Jakes and, and Sarah Jakes Roberts, T.D. Jakes says, hey, it all starts with humility. That's what I'm talking about here. The humility it takes to shut up and listen, to connect with people at that level that you care about what they're telling you, that you're not trying to anticipate what you're going to say as a response to what you're listening to, that you let your ears listen And then you formulate a response based on what was said. That's the key. Don't put your opinions first. Listen with your heart. Right? That's, that's super clear to people that you're talking to, to companies. Right? This is where you bring back the humanity. That's number three. Number four. Offer value. There's got to be value. Uh, I understand this principle at the core. Many of the things I've done over the last 15 to 20 years have been to help a greater good, like uh, just an industry. And a lot of the times it was for free. But, But here's the thing. I know that the more I give without expecting anything in return, the more that's going to be given to me. I know that for a fact. I've lived this life and I'm telling you, don't start something by saying, hmm, I wonder how much money I'm going to make from this. That is the wrong question to ask at the beginning. So often I talk to these entrepreneurs and I talk to people that want to build these businesses and they say, well, What's the, what's the bottom line? I mean, geez, why are you starting this? How much money do you think we can sell this for? That's not the passion that I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody that can come in and say, how can I change the people's lives that I'm going to touch through this that I'm actually doing? That's what other people look for. That type of value. You have to offer real value and contribute to the people around you. Because what happens is they'll, they'll start seeing you as a necessary part of their life and their business. When you operate this way, people begin to want to associate with you more. That's how I built my companies over the last 15 to 20 years. From working for free for Realtor.com speaking around the nation for them to creating a free education company for real estate agents called Lab Code Agents. Listen, people, friends, achievers, everyone, it's not about the money. It's about the value. It's about connecting with people at such a deep level that you make a difference in their lives. That's the value that I'm talking about. Go back to the very first thing we talked about here. I was doing one thing really well. One 
thing extremely well that stood out. That's the value that I was bringing, right? But I wouldn't have gotten to where I was, where I am now if it wasn't for the right energy, the vulnerability, the empathy, right? Now we get to the value. This is where we have to continually show up every day. What's that value, right? Every week, what's that value? This is where you, you put yourself aside and going back to that humility thing. This is where you show up for other people and you think on a daily, weekly basis, but what can I do that's going to help those around me? How can I make myself better so that the people around me can benefit more? You see, it takes a mindset shift. Do you see where I'm going with this? The deeper you go into this, the deeper and deeper you go, the more you realize it's less about you. Right? Those are the keys to creating a successful relationship. Number five, significant appreciation. Now, this, this one took me a while to word because I was like, oh, I've got the concept, but what is it really? So this one I learned later in life, but, but when you give the other party the ability to feel like they're contributing to your growth and your life, you're making that relationship even stronger. As a kid growing up, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I can do this all by myself. I don't need anybody's help, right? But the cool thing is you make life more beautiful when you bring other people into your world to help you grow and you grow together. You make these relationships even stronger. And don't ever forget that a, that a strong relationship also involves receiving must receive gracefully from those around you because they want to give. They also want to build relationships. And it takes both, right? Allowing yourself to take something that he's, that's being given allows the other person to feel like they're making a difference. And then that bond, that bond becomes stronger. Now, the other key to this, same one, the other key to this is also showing appreciation in the relationship. And, and in some cases, this is why I called it significant appreciation. It can go both ways, right? But I was talking to Jack Canfield a couple of weeks ago, guy who created Chicken Soup for the Soul. And he brought up Gary Chapman. And you can go back to that podcast to check it out. But he said, look, about relationships, he said, he, he brought up the five love languages. And for those of you who don't know the five love languages by Gary Chapman, pick up that book. Uh, but he said, look, these are, these are it. These are ways that you can express your connection, your appreciation, your love, whatever you want to call it. Right. These are the five ways. Words of affirmation. Quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Now, the key to this is to identify how the other party or person feels the most appreciated, 
right? That's why he, he brought that up. He's like, Tristan, it goes back to the five love languages. And so you have to identify, how do you want to connect with these people? Because when you decide to, hey, when you decide, I want to connect at a deeper level, find out their style. Because as soon as you figure out, let's just say it's quality time, that's the most important one for them. Then guess what you're going to be doing more of to show that appreciation, spending more quality time. That's it. And look, you can apply this to relationships and business, to personal relationships, whatever you want to do. But the key is that significant appreciation goes both ways. Don't ever forget that for a moment. You have to give the ability for the other person or the other company involved the ability to show that they're making a difference in your life. Right? These are relationships that will last a lifetime if you do this. Think of, let's just put the business aspect to the side a little bit. Think about a relationship with someone that you love, like you know, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, that type of thing. Let's, let's think about giving them the ability to feel like they're making a difference in our lives. And I'm telling you, I learned this much later in my life. And if I would have learned it earlier, I think... I would have grown in so many ways faster. And I can think of I can think of my wife personally. And I think, why did I always think that I could do everything on my own? When the whole time she was always there to help. And I just needed to number one, acknowledge that her help has made a difference in my personal life, in in our business, in our businesses, in the family life, in everything that I do. The moment that I acknowledge it, the moment that I let her know, the moment that I find, hey, uh, what's her love language? Because I'm going to let her know that way. I'm going to either give her words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, acts of service, or physical touch. And in that process, let her know that I appreciate her. Not only for the things that she does on a daily basis, but that, that are visible, but also for the things that are not visible to me all the time, right? And bring her in and say, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for making me better. Because without your help, none of this could have been done, right? And allowing them to come in. That's a key. That's, that's such a massive key to relationships, significant appreciation. Here we go. Number six, consistency. I mean, did you think it was going to be anything else? Come on. This one is self-explanatory. The more you show up doing that, the same things, right? Doing these, these five things above this one the more you will connect with people in your life and the businesses you want to grow, guess what's going to happen to those? They're going to grow. It's not a short process. Unfortunately, we live in a world where we, we look at social media, we look at the news and, and you see all these, these people becoming millionaires and billionaires and it feels like it's overnight, right? Or you look at people that, that become amazing athletes or work out a lot 
And like, hey, whoa, this person all of a sudden uh, has been working out for like two months and look at their body. Or maybe you're looking at somebody who you think has been lucky because they have such a great relationship with the family, right? Or anything, anything that equivocates success in your mind. It's taken time. Usually it's taken years. But they show up every day. It's not a short process. And that's why some people can't build strong relationships. It's a long and involved evolution that takes time to build. And guess what? Sometimes you're the only one giving for a long time. Maybe sometimes you're the only one taking. This is why I want you to go through these. You know, These are the key ingredients to some of the most successful relationships out there. I've used these exact things to build amazing relationships in my life. Whether they're business, whether they're personal, right, with my wife over the years. All of the key points involve growth and never-ending growth improvement. That's like the Tony Robbins thing. Can I consistent, never ending improvement, Tristan with his awesome voice, right? Raspy voice. Now, all, all the key points involved here help you grow. And here's the thing for some people, it's never going to happen. They see it as too much work. Maybe it's too much of a hassle or They're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I've got two of those. I don't need three of those. These are the keys to changing your life forever. But it's not easy. If you're in it to succeed (laughs) to the highest level, you've got to show up every day. You got to show up every day. And look, I do my best to show up every day. I know I screw up here and there. But guess what happens the next day? I show up, right? With the right energy and I'm vulnerable. If I don't show up one day, I'm like, I'm sorry. I need your help. Empathy. I listen. I listen. I like truly listen. I offer value. Why? Because I'm always working on making myself better. And then significant appreciation. Right, goes both ways. Don't ever forget that. Every day, we have to ask ourselves this. How can we help those around us? This question alone will prompt us to always be looking for a way to do it subconsciously every day. How can we help those around us. How? How can we do it? Thanks for joining me on Brilliant Thoughts. I'll see you next week. Those are all the brilliant thoughts that we have for you today. If you like what you're hearing, drop us a review or just tell your friends. This has been a success podcast. Head to success.com slash podcast to hear more just like it.